A setback to a corporation's efforts to collect damages from Iran for the alleged expropriation of the company's interest in an Iranian dairy. And Turkish companies land a $125 million award. These and other stories from LexisNexis Mealy's International Arbitration Report make up this International Law Center podcast. The LexisNexis Law Centers, your starting point for the information you need for your practice area. Insurance. Workers' compensation, product liability and toxic torts, corporate and securities, intellectual property, commercial and general business, bankruptcy, international, and more. Each law center includes the latest news headlines, free news about movers and shakers, free downloads, free podcasts of news and interviews, a free blog area, and summaries and links into expert commentaries and insights and analysis written by some of the best-known names in each particular field. Join the community today. Your community, your expertise. The LexisNexis Law Centers. The District of Columbia Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals has dealt a blow to the McKesson Corporation's efforts to collect damages from Iran for the alleged expropriation of the company's interest in an Iranian dairy, The appeals court reversed a lower court's finding that McKesson has a cause of action under the Treaty of Amity between Iran and the United States. In July 2007, U.S. Judge Richard Leon of the District of Columbia ruled that Iran had failed to establish that the PAC Dairy Board of Directors implemented a come-to-the-company requirement for the payment of shareholder dividends. The judge also found that even if they had established such a requirement, compliance by McKesson would have been futile. Judge Leon also found no basis to disturb the earlier judgment that McKesson has a cause of action under the Treaty of Amity between Iran and the United States. The judge reinstated the earlier judgment for McKesson, which included an award of post-judgment interest. The appellate panel held the district court properly asserted subject matter jurisdiction, but reversed its conclusion that the treaty provides a cause of action and its refusal to reconsider its earlier ruling that customary international law does so as well. An Ecuadorian power company is receiving $5.5 million in damages plus interest for certain fines Ecuador levied on the company in violation of a 1993 U.S.-Ecuadorian Bilateral Investment Treaties Umbrella Clause. The International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes Tribunal also directed Ecuador to pay interest reflecting late payment of more than $96,000 under one of the two power purchase agreements with Electroquil S.A. Ecuador's second violation of the umbrella clause resulted from its tardy payment of certain Electroquil invoices. Kazakhstan's expropriation of shares in a local telecommunications company, which were held by two Turkish companies, has proved costly with an International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes Tribunal awarding the companies $125 million plus interest for the taking of the investment. The tribunal concluded Kazakhstan's expropriation of the shares was in breach of a 1992 bilateral investment treaty entered into with Turkey. In the present case, the loss which claimants maintain they have suffered is in fact the expropriation of their shares in telecommunications company Cartel, Whether or not characterized as an expropriation calling for compensation under the Bilateral Investment Treaty or merely as the consequence of some other internationally wrongful act, such as a breach of the obligation of fair and equitable treatment, 
In either case, the tribunal considered that the correct approach is to award such compensation as will give back to the claimants the value to them of their shares at the time when the expropriation took place. Cartel, which was a limited liability partnership, was to provide mobile telecommunications services in Kazakhstan. The plaintiffs claimed Kazakhstan colluded with the local partners of Cartel to expel the companies and keep Cartel for their sole benefit. The companies claim that Kazakhstan and the local partners, who were themselves government officials, violated international law and wrongfully terminated the investment contract. The international arbitration case brought by a British water company against Tanzania has ended with an International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes Tribunal finding that Tanzania violated a 1994 UK-Tanzania bilateral investment treaty and in dismissing the water company's damages claims. The focus of the arbitration was a dispute over a water and sewer project. The tribunal found that Tanzania's conduct violated the fair and equitable treatment standard of bilateral investment treaty Article 2.2. The government's conduct also reflected unreasonable and discriminatory conduct in violation of the same, that according to the tribunal. As a $10 billion expropriation dispute between a Cypriot company and Turkey continues, a battle over the production of documents, requests of security for costs, and summary judgment, along with allegations of Turkish authorities intercepting emails of counsel and a witness for the Cypriot company, have been addressed by the tribunal presiding over the dispute. In June, an International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes Tribunal issued a decision on preliminary issues telling Turkey that it must not intercept or record communications between legal counsel for Lebanenko Holdings Company and representatives of the company and other individuals in Turkey. The tribunal gave Turkey 30 days to obtain a statement from the public prosecutor of a district of Istanbul that all emails, including attachments and communications intercepted by or under the direction of the public prosecutor, which in any way relate to the arbitration, have been or will, within a period of 30 days, be destroyed. If lg and &E Energy Corporation wants to pursue a post-damage claim against Argentina, it can file a new request for arbitration under the International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes Convention. The tribunal recently denied the company's request for a supplementary decision based on another bilateral investment treaty arbitration case the company won last year. The tribunal held LG&E Energy and two related companies that were awarded $57.4 million plus interest for the damages suffered as a result of Argentina's breach of its obligations under a U.S. and Argentine bilateral investment treaty, quote, misconceived the function of the recourse to a supplementary decision by asserting that it allows Argentina to respond to their new arguments and evidence, end of quote. The tribunal said the supplementation process is not a mechanism by which parties can continue proceedings on the merits or seek a remedy that calls into question the validity of the tribunal's decision. The award followed an October 2006 decision that found Argentina liable for a portion of the damages incurred by LG&E Energy, LG&E Capital Corporation, and LG&E International Incorporated, stemming from their investment in Argentina's gas distribution industry. For LexisNexis Legal News, I'm Michael Lefkowitz. A New York federal judge has stayed in order directing the release of monies held in several Manhattan banks for a Bolivian telecommunications company pending resolution of a Dutch company's motion for reconsideration of a decision denying confirmation of an order of attachment. 
U.S. Judge Lars Swain of the Southern District of New York wrote the one-sentence order on a letter sent to her chambers by the law firm Oric Carrington & Sutcliffe. The firm represents ETI Euro Telecom International, which is fighting the release of the assets. The letter informed the judge of ETI's filing of motions for reconsideration and a stay of the July 30th order denying ETI's motion to confirm a previous ex parte order of attachment. In the July 30th ruling, Judge Swain concluded that ETI had, quote, failed to provide any explanation as to how Intel's New York bank accounts can themselves constitute debt owed to Bolivia. Nothing suggests that they were in any way earmarked, pursuant to any agreement or law, to entitle Bolivia to their contents, end of quote. Roughly $36 million of Intel's assets in New York have been attached so far, according to Judge Swain's July 30th order. A Dutch company that registered an arbitration claim against Bolivia with the International Center for Settlement of Investment Disputes has failed in its effort to persuade the English Court of Appeal to reverse a lower court's decision not to extend a freezing order over Bolivian assets held in a London bank. Finding that arbitration proceedings are distinct from court proceedings under the 1982 English Civil Jurisdiction and Judgments Act, the appeals court affirmed the lower court's decision setting aside the freezing order originally granted in favor of ETI Euro Telecom International. On July 11th, the English Commercial Court Queen's Bench Division declined to extend the freezing order on the ground that the 1996 UK Arbitration Act provided a detailed regime in Section 44 for court powers in support of arbitrations. The 1982 Act, as amended in 1997, did not confer power, the commercial court held, to use Section 25 of the 1982 Act in relation to exit arbitrations involving states. You're listening to the LexisNexis International Law Center podcast, including a summary of news stories from the pages of LexisNexis Mealy's International Arbitration Publication. Copyright 2008 by LexisNexis, a division of Reed Elsevier Incorporated. LexisNexis, Total Practice Solutions.